And I'm here at outside Belmarsh Prison with uh, Chris Williamson, MP from Darby, Labor MP. And uh, Chris spoke a little bit earlier on behalf of this this issue, on behalf of Julian Assange. Uh, and I'm here with Chris now. Firstly, uh, Chris, thanks for coming. Tell us uh, why you came down here today. Well, I wanted to show my solidarity with Julian Assange, who's probably, as we've heard from some of the speakers today, the most important journalist in the world. He has done an incredibly vitally important job in actually shining a light on the abuse of state power and shining a light on the war crimes that were perpetrated in Iraq. And I think thanks to Julian Assange, it has, I think, um, given the wider general public, certainly in this country and I hope around the world, a sense of the abuses that can take place. And I think it's therefore made it, I'm hoping anyway, less likely that a future government would be able to take the country to an illegal war, as we saw with Tony Blair in 2003, resulting in a million people losing their lives. And I think, therefore, Julian Assange, in what he has done in shining a light on that and bringing that transparency to bear, has performed such an important job in actually um, ensuring that we can secure peace um, and, and prevent uh, you know, future conflicts from taking place in the future. But obviously there's more that we need to do. That won't happen just on its own. But certainly Julian Assange has given us, if you like, the tools with which, or some of the tools with which, to resist uh, um, future warmongering leaders in, in, in the UK and elsewhere. And, uh, and this, this uh, right now the current uh, situation in the Commons, um, is, who is supporting... Uh, the issue that we're advocating for you today? In other words, who's opposing extradition to the to the U.S.? Is there anybody? Uh, well, I was very pleased that, uh, that both Jeremy Corbyn, leader of the opposition, and the shadow Home Secretary, Diane Abbott, have, have both opposed uh, extradition to the United States. And I think that's a very uh, telling um, uh, position that they've taken up, actually. And so whilst it's true on the Conservative benches, and indeed some on the opposition benches, uh, you know, take a different uh, point of view, uh, the fact is that the official opposition's uh, um, position on this is that uh, he should not be facing um, extradition to the United States. And, you know, I think it's important that we listen to uh, the uh, expert voices from the United Nations, from Amnesty International, who have all said that, uh, that uh, Julian Assange faces... Um, a real threat to his safety, to his human rights, if indeed he is uh, extradited. So I hope that, that decency will prevail. Uh, and, uh, you know, with the support of the official uh, leader of the official opposition and the shadow um, secretary, and I think the wider general public, then, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that we, that we can prevent this extradition from, from taking place and that we can actually get Julian Assange released, where, you know, and so he can walk the street as a free man, as he should be. Do you, do you think this is also an important issue in terms of British foreign policy? Um, does, this, does this possibly represent Britain exerting more of an independent foreign policy rather than being a kind of adjunct of Washington? Well, I certainly hope so, and, uh, and I think certainly that would be a position that the wider general public would wish to see. And what I've been very pleased about is, the again, the position that, uh, that Jeremy Corbyn has taken up as the leader of the opposition uh, in terms of a future Labour government, having a genuine uh, ethical foreign policy. Now, I know Robin Cook under Tony Blair did, did seek to bring about some uh, an ethical dimension to, to the British foreign policy in relation to, you know, sale of landmines and things like that. However... Uh, and to be fair to Robin Cook, I mean, he resigned from the government in, in protest at the decision to, to go to war in Iraq. Uh, that, um, 
notion of an ethical foreign policy under the new Labour administration didn't really amount to very much because Tony Blair was still enabled to, to take this country to an illegal war where a million people lost their lives. I'm hopeful, though, that a Jeremy Corbyn-led Labour government would have a genuine ethical foreign policy and, and, a, and an ethical foreign policy which would stand the test of time. Um, I mean, one of the things that Jeremy has done, for example, is to appoint a shadow minister for peace and disarmament. So I think that, again, is a, an incredibly powerful message that will uh, ring around the world uh, as and when we get a Labour administration, because Britain is... A, as you know, a permanent member of the United Nations Security Council. And we will have a minister for peace and disarmament. So rather than being, you know, exporting war and uh, exporting armaments, we'll be exporting uh, peace and decency around the world. And I think that does stand, uh, you know, will stand uh, the, the test of time. And will we'll be very, very difficult, even when the, you know, the, the, the sort of political pendulum might swing again, for the ethical dimension to our foreign policy to ever again uh, embrace the sort of uh, policies that uh, well we've seen under Tony Blair and indeed previous governments. Things aren't looking great though I've got to say with the present Conservative administration but I think where public opinion is at, where the official opposition is at, where the Labour Party is at, there is a real desire, a real demand for, for an ethical policy that actually means what it says on the tin. Thank you Chris Williamson and also a lot of people appreciate your uh, strong stance on, on Venezuela and a lot of other issues and uh, we appreciate your time today. Well those issues are also very very important.